you know, if you look at the lives of really highly successful people, they skip steps. They make quantum leaps. They experience exponential growth. They are going through a whole series of, you may want to even call them shortcuts. And there are shortcuts in life, contrary to popular belief. But what I wanted to do is show people that it is possible to transform your life in as little as 100 days. Welcome to the Doer's Journey podcast, the podcast that will motivate and inspire you to not only be a hearer, but to start being a doer. Because you know deep in your heart that there's so much more in you. The purpose of each episode is to provide you with actionable steps that you can take to assist you in your journey towards your goals. We will have topics that are relevant to you, and you'll hear from experts and influencers that will provide you with information you can take action on. I'm your host, Carlos Frank. Now let's be doers and dive into this episode. Hey, 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 Doers Journey family. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I just want to welcome you and I want to thank you for listening in. And I just want to let you know that you are in for a big treat because you're about to hear a conversation that I'm having with a man that I would call my virtual mentor, my virtual coach here for the past 10 plus years. And you're probably wondering, why do I say that? Because the person you're about to hear from is somebody that's had a a tremendous impact on my life. I don't think that I can overstate how much he's impacted my life uh, because of a program that you're about to hear about that I invested in over 10 years ago. And with his program, It helped me just find a better, more impactful way to set goals, to strategize on how to accomplish the goals, and then just go after them with a sense of urgency and a a sense of intentionality that I've never seen. And, you know, I've read a lot of books and I've spoken with a lot of people about how to set goals, how to accomplish them and all the ins and outs of making it happen. So his name is Gary Ryan Blair. And Gary is an author. He wrote the book Everything Counts. And he's also the the founder of the program that I was just talking about called the 100 Day Challenge. And so Gary has helped me just just to list a few of the things. And you're going to hear about some of them here. But he's helped me to write a couple of books. He's helped me get in the best shape of my life. Uh, He's helped me coach people. He's helped me create passive streams of income. And he's just helped me with his program just to become a better version of myself, make more contribution to society, to help people out, to coach them, and just to give me that overall feeling of joy because of the things that uh, these goals have helped me accomplish. So definitely a lot of things intrinsically and extrinsically as far as what Gary's helped me with. And in this conversation, Gary and I talk about a lot of things that I believe is going to bring a tremendous amount of value to your life. And most importantly, we're also going to talk about how you can actually join a mastermind group that I'm putting together that you'll be able to come in, be part of a great mastermind group, and then also use Gary's 100-day challenge. So make sure you listen into that, all right? I don't want to hold this conversation off any longer from you, and I do want to tell you, 
that we actually recorded this conversation via teleconference because Gary was actually traveling to his home in New York from his home in Florida. So Gary was gracious enough to take some time out. He actually pulled over the car just so we can get a little better reception. So please excuse the audio, but I'm going to tell you, just listen in. Just really listen in with your heart and your mind, and you're going to get a lot out of this conversation between myself and Gary Ryan Blair, the goals guy. All right. So let's dive into that conversation right now. All right, Gary, welcome to the Doer's Journey podcast. It's a pleasure to be here with you, Carlos. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Well, definitely. And Gary, I just want to share with you and just publicly share again that, you know, you have made a profound impact on my life. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on was to, first of all, say thank you. Because of you and because of your program, uh, the 100-day challenge, when I actually went through it about 10 years ago, I actually uh, was able to write my first book, Implementing What You Taught. And then also have, have done other things as far as investing in real estate, creating multiple streams of income, um, even bettering relationships, and it's just made a great impact on me. So I'm just honored that I can have this conversation with you and just tell you personally the impact that you've made on my life. Well, I appreciate those kind of words, man, and I couldn't be happier for you. So uh, thank you, bravo, and uh, I know we've got some talking to do, so let's get after it. So, you know, Gary... Great name, my dad's name, but you're also called the Gold Guy. So what's, what's the story behind that? You know, that's an easy one. That was a self-ordained title that I, I chose to, uh, to, to use as a unique identifier or maybe as a, as a competitive advantage. But the, the history of it really goes back to a TV show. It was a guy named Tim Allen who had uh, Tim the Toolman. And I remember watching the show and thinking about it, and I thought, you know, and a goals guy. I mean, my area of discipline was on strategic planning, goal setting, execution, driving results fast, and it it, it worked. And I, um, you know, the more I thought about it, you know, you got Elvis out there as a king, uh, rock and roll. You've got uh, Michael Jackson. You've got James Brown. You've got so many other folks, and I'm quite confident these were self ordained titles as well. So rather than ask for permission, I just went and grabbed it, claimed that title, and uh, I, I've been running with it for, goodness, now over 20 years. Oh, wow. And so now over that 20 years, and, I mean, I, I just shared with you, of course, personally you've impacted me, but I know from, from what I've seen, just looking at the Internet, looking at other people talk about the program, you've impacted hundreds of thousands of people how does that feel to know that you've been able to make that type of impact? Well, you know, at the end of the day, I think that's the desire of, of why anyone would get in this type of business, why you're doing what you're doing as well. You want to make a positive impact on the lives of other people. You feel like you've got some kind of a message to share. Uh, I'm just delighted the fact that, uh, that, that you personally benefited from it, and hopefully, hopefully some of the folks listening to what we're uh, we're talking about we'll uh, we'll do the same as well but it's um it, it's a great humbling uh experience and it's one that that drives me consistently day in and day out one question that i ask all the people that i interview gary is as you were growing up or in, earlier in your career i believe all of us have a what i call a doer 
superpower, that one trait, that one skill, or that value that you might have held on to that you recognize that's been something that's helped you gain a lot in your life or be a source of power to you? If I asked you that, what would you say Gary Ryan Blair's doer superpower is? You know, it, it's it's changed over the years, and I think that's just because you mature, you see the world a little bit differently. But now, and I'd say probably for the last ten years, it's been to um, to live intentionally, and 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 I don't want to throw that out as just a, a multiple syllable word. Let me see if I give some some meat behind that. Something I, I've I've come to realize is truly the importance of why. And I don't do anything. I don't make an investment. I don't go out to dinner. Um, I don't make a phone call. I wouldn't even get on a call like this without taking the time to ask myself, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Why is this important? Uh, why, you know, just, just truly the why. So I am very aware. I've got great situational awareness. I'm very in tune. And at this point in my life, by going through that exercise on a consistent basis, it provides me with a tremendous amount of clarity and conviction of purpose. And that's it, man. That's, that's about as straightforward as I can give you. That's powerful. And that's a great segue into the next part of our conversation is talking about goals, Gary, because I don't know when our listeners listening to this right now. Uh, we're heading into a new year, but they could be listening to this midway through the year or another part of the year. But, of course, we all know it's that big time of the year, New Year's resolutions, setting goals and all that. Why is it so important, especially during this time, for people to sit down and, and really evaluate their goals and set strategies to, to accomplish those goals? Well, you know, the purpose of planning is, is to – and, and this, the, the wonderful part about it is it's the only, only discipline at your disposal that allows you to strategically think about the future, put measurements in place, make commitments to what you're going to do or not do, um, put time frames and everything else associated with it, and get a pretty good understanding as to what the future is going to look like. And that's probably the greatest gift that you can give yourself. But, you know, to, to even be more pragmatic, I, I'd almost follow it up by basically, you know, asking a rhetorical question. You know, how important is it for you to have a heartbeat? How is it important for you to have brainwave activity? What kind of condition right. would you be in without either of those functions? And the answer is, you know, toast, roadkill, history, game over. And uh, the same thing is true with goals. And, and that's the unfortunate part about it is many people will go through their lives and they just don't have a clear vision as to what it is they want to be, have, or do. And... Um, so that's it. That's uh, probably the best way to look at it to me. Now, was there a, a point in your life, was there a, a goal that possibly that you achieved or didn't achieve that really made you sit back and say, you know, man, there, there's something to this, and I, I really want to go out and help people do it. Do you have any recollections of anything like that happening to you? Not so much of a of a moment as as kind of an evolutionary thing, but I've uh, what I've come to understand now is that there's um, there's magic associated with goal setting, and it's a special kind of magic because it allows you to take the the it allows you to create something from nothing. It allows you to take the invisible because if you think about it, what is a goal at its inception? It's nothing more than vapor. It's a, it's a wish. It's an idea. It, it doesn't have any legs to it. It's, it's very fragile. It's infantile. 
And through work and through thought and through diligent execution, you bring it to life. You create something out of nothing. And it's just such a wonderful ability to be able to do in a great way with which to be able to look at life. And what's, what drives me all the time, what I always tell people, because I, you know, I'm often asked, and I don't know if this is one of your questions, but hopefully you'll appreciate this, uh, this dialogue. You know, I, I try to describe people as that here's the process of, of looking at a, at a goal. And I said, go into your kitchen. And one of the best books you'll ever find in your life is a cookbook. And mm. if you or your listeners have any, any belief at all that success leaves clues, then let me just absolutely seal the deal on this one. <clears throat> so here's the way it works. If you open up a cookbook, a good quality one, there's five things in there, and they're the five key ingredients that you need to live an extraordinary life. Number one, there's a gorgeous four-color picture. So you ask yourself, what does that picture represent? Well, that represents essentially the end result, what dinner is going to look like in an hour from now, or on Christmas morning, or Hanukkah, whatever day or meal you happen to be making. But the, the beautiful part about it is there's no misunderstanding as to what the outcome is supposed to look like. Well, that's the way goal setting starts. You need to begin with a beautiful picture. And most of us have never been taught the right way to go about it. So you, the, the clearer the picture the, the quicker your, your ability, if you will, to turn that nothing into something, to make that, that dream a reality. Next thing, the, the other, the two, three, four, and five, essentially is there are ingredients in there. Those ingredients are very specific. They, you know, they'll tell you exactly what you need in order to create or make this meal. So how does that relate to the real world? Your mind, my mind, works with precise instructions. Listen, we're both on a phone call together. We, I had to dial a series of digits. They had to be exact digits in order for me to, for us to engage in this conversation. If anyone wants to go and get money out of an ATM, they've got to type in the exact digits in the, in the precise sequence. If you do that and follow that recipe, if you will, you will get your money 100% of the time. It's just kind of the way that it works. So, you know, first thing I said is a picture. Second thing, there were specific ingredients or exact ingredients. Third, there was a, uh, a sequence to them, which is important because the way that you achieve a goal, there should be a sequential set of steps that you go through, which are important. Then you've got a measurement. And same way, you know, you go and you look, it's going to tell you you need a, a tablespoon of sugar, maybe a little bit of honey, maybe a little bit of this or that. It will give you the exact amount as to what it's in there. Well, in life we need to measure. And one of the things, as you're well aware, I, I believe very strongly in is what I call the after-action review, which is a weekly measurement system. And it's kind of a, a come to Jesus meeting where you sit down and you determine in advance that what you're going to do, and then you measure your performance accordingly. You do that on a weekly basis. You could tell real quickly if you're on or off target and what corrective measures need to be taken and also what things you need to amplify as to what you're doing right. The last, and I think the most important and probably the most neglected, is the importance of a cookbook will give you time and temperature. Well, that's a deadline. And you have to have consistent deadlines throughout the day. And I, and I, and I mean multiple deadlines throughout the day. And the beauty, beautiful part about that is it, it forces you to perform on demand within a given period of time to get some kind of an outcome across the finish line. And I believe that you follow that recipe as outlined. It's amazing what you can get done in short order. Man, so that, that was phenomenal, just how, how you just laid that out with the cookbook. And you basically created a cookbook, and we talked about, I mentioned it earlier, and you kind of mentioned it along the way, but you created 
this program, this, this tool, this resource for people called the 100-Day Challenge. And I think that's the perfect analogy for it. You've created this perfect cookbook for people to follow. So what is it that, that made you, you know, create that program? Well, I, let, me, let me preface it by saying this, that um, you, you said you got into it about 10 years ago, and it is. It's 12 years since I've created it. So mm-hmm. nowadays you go online, you're going to find any, every, any and every kind of challenge you could possibly imagine. A lot of them are silly, which is totally fine. This is a serious challenge for serious people who want serious results. So this is not just some, some you know, mamsy-pamsy type of thing. So I want to just preface it before we got into it. Here's the ultimate objective. I feel, quite frankly, that people have been lied to their whole life. And, and, and what I mean by that is we've heard change takes time. We've heard that, uh, you know, it, you, you've got to, in, in order to, to make progress, you've got to go from step one, step two, step three, the same way that we've got to go in first grade, second grade, and third grade. Um, and I can give you a, a variety of different examples. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if you look at the lives of really highly successful people, they skip steps. They make quantum leaps. They experience exponential growth. They are going through a whole series of, you may want to even call them shortcuts. And there are shortcuts in life, contrary to popular belief. But what I wanted to do is show people that it is possible to transform your life in as little as 100 days. Now, let me give you some evidence, and then I'll give you some support of the program. Um, listen, we, we've seen P90X, and I know the guys at Beachbody have known it for years, and this is a program, just that P90X itself. Their whole you know, value or promise is you know, you're going to go from, from fat to firm to fabulous, if you will, in as little as 90 days. And they've got the pictures and the evidence to show you you could have a complete body transformation in as little as 90 days. Then, listen, I was a, an executive uh, a producer, if you will. I, I, I consulted for um, Extreme Home Makeover on ABC and helped them build out the model for that. That whole thing essentially was built around how do you completely build a two or 4,000 square foot home in seven days? What would the model consist of? And sure enough, most of us think it's going to take, I don't know, 100, maybe six months, or maybe if it's a large home, it could take multiple years in order to, 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 to get it across the finish line. They were doing a move-in ready house in seven days, man. That's huge. And most people were more interested in, in the bus moving and seeing the end result. But I've got to tell you, the process of getting that done is really amazing. Now, let me give you a few more examples. Every single farmer knows that you plant seeds in one season, okay? Listen, I don't know where you are, but I, I'm, I'm on my way to my house in New York. And we've got wintertime right now. But I'll tell you this much. You come the end of March, early April, we're going to be planting for our garden and a whole host of things out there. And I'll also tell you this much, in, in as little, okay, in 60, 90 days, we're going to have corn, we're going to have tomatoes, we're going to have pumpkin, we're going to have a whole host of different stuff that, that you could literally transform a seed and put it on your dinner table and sit down and enjoy it in a very, very short period of time. And that is a complete transformation, if you will. Uh, another show which I was engaged in is uh, Dancing with the Stars. And one thing about them, you could take people who have never danced before, who are amateurs, and working with, a, with, a, with an excellent coach and giving them a, a, a short deadline in order to learn, a, to learn a dance, to put a prize at the end of it, 
and put some intense competition from some other people, you're taking folks that were amateurs, and they look like professionals by the time they get to the end of that show. Um, same thing is true with the military. I mean, you take a recruit just out of high school, maybe flabby, who's never held a gun in their life, and, and through one cycle for boot camp in 15, 16 weeks, my goodness, they're going to come out a lean, mean fighting machine. It's amazing. So the, the, the idea behind this, what drove me, was to show people that you could transform your finances, you could transform your sales, you could transform your profits, you could transform the conversion rate of your website, you could transform your relationship. You can do some extraordinary things in a very, very short period of time. And to give you one last piece of evidence, thing stands out, is that you know, look at what we've gone through this past year with COVID and how this whole thing came in. In just a matter of not just months or quarters, in a matter of days, we shut down the entire world and put people and, – and, you know, and people stayed – they didn't go to work. They didn't go on the highway. They didn't do this. They didn't do that. You talk about a radical transformation in a short period of time. Yeah. So my whole objective is to show people how to compress time, and there are principles in order to make that happen. And that's the big differentiator is that this is not just some kind of a goal-setting program. This is a rapid goal acceleration program, and there's a big difference between the two. One of the big takeaways that I got, Gary, and I still quote it, to myself, I quoted it to teams when I was in still in corporate America. I actually sat down with my my banking team and shared um, part just part of the program. I think it was just one of the videos, one of the public videos, and it was success loves speed. And what you just said just I think perfectly just just ties all that together. But but what is it about speed, Gary? And I think you say this so eloquently, especially in the videos that you share. What is it about speed that helps make the goal just that much more fun to do, that much more fun to approach, and even makes the how-to to to do a goal uh, just seem to – it's not magic. We know that. It's when you take actions, things start lining up. But what is it about success, love, speed that made you put that in there and make that just a quote for you? Well, you know, there's that, and as you know, there's a lot of sound bites. There's a lot of psychology that went into the creation of this program. But speaking specifically to the idea of speed, let me state this. I'm not suggesting people run around with their hair on fire all day long. Mm -hmm. But what I do want people to understand is when you eliminate, and I mean completely purge, prune, whatever word you want to use, but when you get procrastination, you get excuses, when you get redundancy, when you get anything that inhibits performance and you replace it with smart strategies, strategies that that essentially move the needle forward and you execute them consistently without reservation, the end result is going to be speed. The end result is going to be a faster result. And at the end of the day, that's really what it comes down to is, is how do you implement better strategies in order to get a faster result? Um, but, you know, if you think about it, whether people say that, you know, life's a marathon or it's a sprint or what have you, I've got my own perspective on that. We could, I suppose we could talk about that in a moment. But, you know, everybody likes to – everybody likes and appreciates a successful or a quick outcome. And I'm talking about if you could remove steps – uh, from a customer service process, if you can speed up the sales process, if you can, whatever it is, whatever the outcome is, the, people will pay for that. And I always give the example 
of not too long ago, I had uh, it was a year. I'll, I'll even I'll make it quicker so we don't have to spend a long story on it. Look at FedEx. FedEx has built a multi-billion-dollar, multinational business on one premise: speed. They can get your package from Chicago to Cambodia, okay, overnight. Uh, I mean, that's huge, man. I mean, that is just a monstrous outcome. And guess what? People pay for speed. They will. They'll be happy to. So I would tell everybody, listen, you know, I'm right now, I'm I'm commuting, if you will, back from, from Tampa to New York. And I have a speed pass. And the beautiful part about that speed pass, I, as I drive by and I see 50 cars sitting here in the right lane tossing their quarters or dimes or whatever it is in, in, into the till, I just swing on by and, and off I go. And I can tell you this much, every moment and every place in my life, I go to the airport, uh, I, I basically pay for the pass so I can basically go through um, the checkpoints and all of that type of stuff. And I'm not the only one. So the end point that I'm saying is people will pay for speed. So my advice to anybody who's an entrepreneur is that think about a speed lane. Think about not necessarily you know, uh, version A, B, or C. Think about what are the things that you can do to sell speed because I promise you people will pay a premium for it. They really will. Mm. Yeah, that reminds me of my, my family and I just went on vacation to – well, not just because Universal has been – shut down there for a little while, but a couple summers ago, we went to Universal Studios, and we paid a premium for the speed pass, so we could skip through the line and go get right to the ride and, um, you know, have the fun we wanted without having to wait in line for 30 minutes to an hour, so I, I love that analogy of that speed pass. Um, That's an excellent example. Talk to me about this, Gary, because I had, as we're getting ready to wrap up here, I had Chris Robinson. Chris Robinson is the VP of John Maxwell, the leadership guru, and he mentioned something that really um, resonated with me, and we were talking about goals as well. And he said, you know, we have to have this until mentality. So my question is, it's kind of a, a dichotomy, or how do you balance out having an until mentality, basically saying, I'm going to keep pursuing my goal until, not uh, like for this instance, hey, I'm going to reach this in 100 days, but in my mind, I'm also going to have an until mentality if it takes me past 100 days. How do you balance that out where you don't get lazy or procrastinate saying, hey, you know, if it takes me a year, I'll do it. I really kind of want to do it in 100 days. How do you balance that out in your mind? You know, there's, there's multiple parts to that, but if you don't mind, I'm going to take I'm going to take that and give it a little bit of a diversion. You know, in the 100 Day Challenge, something called the Integrity Pledge, correct? Yeah. And the integrity the Integrity Pledge basically goes back to honestly the days when I was young, when I was a, a Boy Scout, and mm-hmm. and what I realized, and I wanted to build in all the best practices of performance, of managing behavior, of doing a whole host of things. You'll see that it's a Hippocratic Oath in, in medicine, and there's a whole variety of different ones. You go into the military for each branch of the, of the special forces has their own code or pledge, if you will. Well, it, it was important for me to build that into it. So for me, the integrity pledge, and I'll answer your question this way, has three parts to it. If you make a commitment, you honor it. If you make a promise, you keep it. If you set a goal, you achieve it. Now, let me unpack those. And, and, and explain why these things are so important. You know, here, I can only speak to the United States, but we're at a point now where close to 60% of all first marriages end in divorce. 
And I bring that up because, again, I talk about, you know, make a commitment, you honor it. If the single biggest commitment that you can make to another human being is till death do us part, and you do that in front of your God and your church and your family and your friends and everything else, and if the overwhelming majority of people break that commitment, okay, that tells me very simply, okay, that people will break smaller commitments as well. And that we don't have just a commitment problem. We have a commitment epidemic. It is, it is serious. So to me, it's very simple, is that don't start anything. Don't, don't start a language. Don't start a diet. Don't start a book. Don't start a product. Don't start anything unless you are committed to getting it across the finish line. And I promise everybody right now, if you're listening to this call, you can never, you can never again in your life, never again say that no one ever gave it to you that straight. But that's the way you've got to look at it. Number two, if you make a promise, keep it. Well, the, the promises that people make are the, to themselves, to other people, obviously. But, man, people make promises to stop drinking, to stop smoking, to improve, to do this or whatever the case might be. But, again, it's an epidemic where it, it's amazing how people compromise their own personal power. They destroy their reputations. They neutralize relationships because they're their inability or unwillingness to simply do what they say they're going to do. For that reason, once again, if you make a promise, you keep it. That's part of the integrity pledge. That in itself will help you to accelerate your progress. The last part, if you set a goal, achieve it. I always tell folks, because in the, in the challenge, there's a theme called start fast, finish strong. And it's beautiful to start fast. You need to, and that's important. The finishing part is what I, is what I want to focus in on and tie back to your original question. People need to understand is you don't get paid for starting. You don't get paid for intentions. You don't get paid for ideas. You don't get paid for squat. You get paid for finishing. Mm -hmm. Just think if you hired a plumber, your toilet broke, your sink is leaking, you got a, a flood coming in your house, and for some reason halfway through the job, this guy just says, you know what, I'm not feeling it today. And he packs up and leaves, but he gives you a bill for it. Are you going to pay that bloody thing? The answer is, of course not. Right. And that, that's, that's true of any occupation. You want somebody to come and paint your house or do anything along this way. But, but the same is true with every single thing that we do. We get paid for finishing. And I'm talking about finishing homework, finishing projects, finishing runs, finishing workouts, finishing whatever it is you started and getting it across the finish line. But if you just embrace the power of that integrity pledge where you, you honor every commitment, you make sure that every promise is kept, and every goal that you set, you begin it with the understanding that the purpose of setting a goal is to achieve it, not just to get close, not to impress people, not to, to, to have some kind of a shiny list hanging on the wall, but it is actually to make demonstrative progress in your life. So this is why I say I go back to it. And I said, nobody should participate in the 100-Day Challenge unless they are really serious about making some significant changes in their lives and doing it quickly. If, if not, you're going to get steamrolled, and quite frankly, you, you, you're, you're not going to be happy with the results because you, you, you're not putting the results in yourself. Man, and you know that the integrity pledge and what you said, that's also something that I've shared with my teams over the years. And one thing I've noticed, Gary, and, and you can attest to this, uh, I'm sure, is when you make that commitment and when you honor it, and like you said, when you finish it, you have a, a sense of pride and you almost, you're almost building on top of it. But then on the opposite side, when you don't, it's just something that, man, you know what, I said I was going to do something and I didn't do it. And that almost takes away from that foundation of integrity that hopefully you've been building. So, 
You know, I could definitely echo on that. That's something over the years, again, since taking your program that, that I've taken to heart that when I make a commitment, I have to honor it. When I set a goal, I have to achieve it. Um, because there's something there that helps build on our lives. And, you know, we call it the Doer's Journey Podcast. And we say, you know, we don't want to just be hearers. We want to go out there and be doers. But along the journey, the goal, and let me know how I'm saying this, if you would say it the same way, or I'm sure you have, might have a better way of saying it. But I always said it's oftentimes the goal isn't as important as actually the person you have to become in order to achieve that goal. Would you add anything to that, or would you say that in a different way over your years of, of experience with this? <laughs> you did a great job, man. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. But, but here's, here's the thing. You know, um, a, a lot of people talk about having more and, and so on and so forth, but, it, but it's all about the process of being. And, and what I'm getting mm-hmm. at here is this. If, if you want, you know, if... if <sighs> Listen, if you want to become a better doctor, you've got to become a better human being. If you want to become a better parent, you've got to become a better human being. It doesn't matter what it is. Every improvement, every demand, every, every aspect of growth in your life is dependent upon your ability to demonstrate greater vice, or excuse me, greater virtue and less vice. And that's just what it comes down to. And, and listen, for those who are already successful, and who are already knocking out of the park. We all know that we can do better. And what that means is, it just means that, you know what, no matter how disciplined you are today or focused you are today or committed you are today or whatever word you want to use, okay, we can always do more. We can always do better. And listen, I've spent the last 15 years as a, as a special consultant to the Department of Defense working with Navy SEALs, Army Rangers, and so forth. And so much of the work I do is focused in on how do, the, how do, you, how do you help the the best get better. That's a very true statement, and that is probably the biggest challenge and the most enjoyable part of what I do. But in this case, I'm not focused on a whole bunch of large things because these guys already come to the table disciplined, focused, committed, and very mission-focused. You know, it comes down to what are the small things that they can do in order to excel uh, at, at a very, very high rate when the stakes are on the line. And many of those principles are built into the 100-day challenge. Mm. And as we're wrapping this up, Gary, again, thank you for your time and thank you for being with us and, and the Doer's Journey community. Doer's Journey community, uh, I have a special offer for you. You've been hearing about the 100-Day Challenge. We're actually setting something up for you, uh, a special mastermind group that we're going to have to tie along with Gary's 100-Day Challenge program. Just real quick, Gary, these last two questions for you. How, how is the program, uh, can you just give us a quick summary as far as how it's delivered to somebody? Sure. Well, listen, it's, it's all online. Uh, you've got access to it 24-7, obviously. But each day you've got 100 challenge lessons that are designed to push you and prod you and challenge you and get you to, to execute smarter, faster, much more efficiently. But uh, the, the fundamental premise, you pick three challenging goals that will make the biggest impact on your life, whether that's financially, whether that's you know, career-wise, what have you. And uh, you give it everything you've got. And, and I promise you that if you, put, you give it your all for 100 days, and I mean don't take a day off, give it everything you've got, you'll be astounded by the type of progress you can make.
And Doer's Journey family, if you go to thedoersjourney.com forward slash goals, you'll get information there about the special mastermind we're putting together for this group and also a special uh, offer that Gary is giving us. You're going to get a free resource and also more information about the 100-day challenge, how you can get involved, how you can start your year fast, and also finish your goals strong. So, Gary, as we're wrapping up this last question for you, because this is all about doing and being an action taker, what is one actionable idea that the listener can take right now that they can get immediate results from? Mm. Um, I'll give you a little bit of math, a little uh, mathematical challenge here. Um, I am very pragmatic, and, and I, I don't like when people say, you know, uh, time is money and, you know, every minute counts and so forth. Let's make it count. So here's a way to do it. There's 525,600 minutes in a year. That is an absolute. Okay. Best thing for you to do is take last year's income and divide it into 525,600. That will tell you what your pay is worth to the minute. So if you want to make a million dollars, that means your time is worth $1.92. If you want to make $525,600 next year, your time is worth a dollar per minute. You need to get a financial number for every minute of your day. Because at the end of the day, the only thing you've got is time, and you've got to find ways to maximize it. So you've got to have a, a hunger and a deep appreciation, a profound reverence for the value of every second of the day so you don't waste it on low productive activities. Once you've got that, and by the way, if you make $50,000 per year, your time's worth 11 cents per minute, by the way. What you want to do is you want to take the time to figure that out. And you start to realize that, you know what, if you want to go from fifty dollars to $100,000, then you have to sit back and say to yourself, what do I need to do to increase the value of every minute, of every interaction, of every engagement, of everything that I do? Because as you know, Carlos, I wrote that book, Everything Counts, and that's all about focusing on the small stuff that basically creates the big breakthroughs. So that's a good, good way and a good perspective to have. And. Well, I believe that is a great way for us to finish our conversation. Again, Gary, thank you for being with us. I know you're traveling right now. You're actually pulled over so we can have this conversation. But I want to let you get back on the road. But thank you again, Gary, for being with us. Hey, it's my pleasure. Thanks so much, everybody. I hope to see you in the challenge. So uh, all the best. Definitely. And do it, Journey family. Again, to get more information on that, on that, the mastermind, the 100-day challenge, go to thedoersjourney.com forward slash goals. I also put it in the show notes so you can find out more about Gary and his program. And join us as we start this new year off right, going out and crushing your goals. As we always say, make it a great day. And remember, don't just be a hearer. Go out there and be a doer. Thank you for listening to the Doer's Journey podcast. If you'd like to connect on social media, you can go to Instagram or Facebook and search the Doer's Journey podcast and we'll connect there. And also subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating. By leaving us a rating, you let us know how we can help you on your Doer's Journey and you also help other people find this podcast. Now go out there, make it a great day, and remember, don't just be a hearer, go out there and be a doer.